2: Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington welcomes back one of the kings of comedy, D.L. Hughley, January 12th through the 14th. Then one of Lexington's all-time favorites, Etta May, returns January 18th through the 20th. And he's one of the funniest teachers on the planet. Catch Joe Dombrowski, January 25th through the 27th. For tickets to all shows, call 859-271-JOKE or visit ComedyOffBroadway.com.
3: Comedy off Broadway.
0: This is Kentucky Sports Radio presented by Stockton Mortgage. Now, here's Matt Jones.
1: Welcome, everyone. Kentucky Sports Radio, Thursday, January the 11th. I'm Matt Jones here on a cold but sunny day in Lexington, Kentucky. You can give us a shout. It's uh, Ask Anything Thursday. All right. You can ask anything you want. Uh, Clark's Puppet Shop phone lines, 859-280-2287. Anything you want, Shannon, people can ask. Anything, okay. The good thing is oftentimes no one has a question. They just talk. But yeah. if you want to ask a question, now's the time. The A-Vision Auto Glass text machine, 772-774-5254. In this edition sponsored by the T.J. Smith Law Office. You call T.J. He'll make them pay. I want to start by reading a text to the text machine last night. Oh, starting off the text. Uh, Matt, I just want to tell you and the guys, I know you hear a lot of negativity, but I think the show has been better in the last week, week and a half, than it's been in a long, long time. You guys seem happy. You're laughing. I think when Kentucky wins, it makes you guys at your best. I actually think that's probably true. You know, it's hard to – like we – I always say in in radio, you want to like – especially college sports radio, people want to be happy. You know what I mean? They don't want to be sad. And so when you're winning – You can't help but be happier. People don't want to be sad about the team. So I actually think, unlike pro sports, where I think ranting about the manager and stuff (laughs) are things people like, I do think in college it's better if you're winning. Now, if you're losing, you can't be fake happy, Drew. But I do think when you're winning, you can't help but be more positive. Exactly, and I don't think it's just
4: us on the radio. When you're a diehard fan, I mean, people say it all the time: the result of the game dictates their mood for the week, whether they're a plumber or whatever they're doing, sitting home with their family. Yeah. When Kentucky loses, it just puts you in a funk. Or when you're having as much fun as we're having right now, whatever you're
3: doing, it's a lot easier. It's a lot
1: easier to laugh about Lexington sending messages to aliens when you didn't just lose at home (laughs) in an SEC game. When you win, that's a lot easier.
3: I've said for years, our show is so much easier when kentucky wins because at the core of it we're all fans we want kentucky to succeed we want them to win in all sports
1: and and again i see it in numbers the bar has done first two weeks of january, january best first two weeks in like since the first one Because why? They're winning. We're winning. (laughs) I mean, I think all those things matter. So it's a good reminder when people say, Matt, you're negative. Matt wants to be positive because things are a lot better when when they're positive. I I don't know that you've ever had a day quite like you had yesterday and this morning in terms of of football news. First of all, Pete Carroll, who's won a national championship in college football and a Super Bowl in the NFL – has quit or been fired or whatever and like no one even is gonna talk about it. Like he became third on the list. You talk about timing, he had the worst timing anyone could ever have. It was like poor Ray Charles dying the day Ronald Reagan died. Like that what didn't well that didn't work for his poor guy. Because I think arguably the greatest college football coach and the greatest pro football coach ever have decided to quit within twenty (laughs) four hours of each other. At least in the Pro football coach maybe pu- maybe pushed out, and the college coach gone. But do you agree with me? Maybe the best pro and college coach ever
3: gone at the same time. I, I, I think you can make an argument for that all day long. There's no doubt about it. And if it wasn't for Saban and Belichick, Pete Carroll is a big story. It is. You know, it's a, now no one even cares. Nobody even cares. He's like, Nick Saban came along and said, here, hold my beer, hold my beer. And then Belichick came along, hold my beer. It's just like they're topping each other. Sh- shocking. These titans of the football world, titans of head coaching, shocking that they all stepped down right at the same time within 24 hours.
1: I think the biggest one, though, is Saban because I think, you know, Belichick was kind of came to a thud ending, unfortunately. Pete Carroll's old. But for Belichick, you know, he was in the playoffs this year, right? I mean, they, they, I'm sure they would have had a chance to be in the playoffs next year. I mean, he's still, or excuse me, Saban, he's still, you know, he's still right there with shots to win it. Um, I had a guy tell me six weeks ago, Saban's gone at the end of the year, if he guaranteed, mark it down, Matt. Then when they won the SEC championship, told me again. So I just decided, you know what? Go for it. Go for it. Said it on ESPN. That became my thing on ESPN. People taunted me on ESPN. They are like, this Kentucky dude, he doesn't know anything. And I just kept hanging with it. Said it the day of the playoff game. Yeah. During a commercial break, one of the producers goes, uh, don't talk like Saban's definitely leaving unless you know it. I was like, oh, I know it. And I didn't know it. I didn't really know it enough. But I was like, you know what? I've already gone this far. Right? Let's just go. Lean into it. Lean into it. And then it happens yesterday. And, uh, you know. Six national championships, five of them, seven national championships. I think one at at LSU and six at Alabama. Pretty amazing, isn't it, Drew? Yeah, when it comes to college, I don't think there's any
4: debate. I think Saban's number one all-time. Unlikely to be topped. And I kind of all year was watching, thinking it could be his last year, just to guess, even said it back in June when I was talking about Kentucky beating him in his last trip to Lexington. And even when they were in Lexington, I went out of the way to walk over to that sideline just to be close to saving. I was like, I'll probably never see this guy. But then it was shocking yesterday how it kind of didn't leak out. No, that's Even the media was surprised. Yeah. Um, so even though I kind of thought it might happen this offseason, yesterday at about three or whenever it was, turned on fine Bomb right yeah, away. That's what, that's what I did. He
1: was fumbling over. You
4: could tell he they sounded had,
1: like he was sad. Like well,
4: he cr- before before they went to break, they're talking about basketball, and you could tell they had told him something. And we're on Twitter, we know it just happened, and he's like, "Uh, uh you know what? We're going to take a break because he didn't want to say it yet. So they went to a quick break, and then immediately, you know, they're they taking all you their quarters But
1: I think how they caught so many off guard is the most surprising part more than the actual retirement yeah then i listened to uh, his sadness as he was talking to people. They, they were all acting like a relative died but it'll never be like that again there i'm not i mean they'll probably they'll win championships again probably but it'll never be like i mean this was like the reincarnation of the bear bryant thing and it'll never be like that and you know now who do they get? The same person that told me he was leaving tells me that it's gonna be Dan Lanning or Steve Sarkeesian. So I'm going with that. So, he's been right so far. Yeah, person told me Dan Lanning interviews tomorrow, meaning today. This morning Oregon TV station is reporting Dan Landing's on his way to Tuscaloosa. So I'm gonna I'm rolling with that guy. I'm rolling with the one person that got that told me the other thing, and we'll see what happens. Lanning's uh, got the a twenty
4: million dollar buyout. I think that's the just keeping up with it a little bit. That seems to be the big hurdle with him. Of all the options, he has the highest buyout. But I think that's the name to watch too.
3: I, I love the the, the the side stories. How the fans were there chanting anybody but Dabo last night. Smart
1: yeah. fans. Yeah, I love it. Uh, smart fans. If I was out, I'd have joined them. <laughs> even if I wasn't, if I'd happened to be in Tuscaloosa, I would have gone out and chanted. Even though I don't even care, I'd have been like anybody. First of all, Dabo's not gonna fit in with all that. Dabo, you know, this the love and the the Lord and like uh, like they just want to win. They're gonna be like, take here's the way people in Alabama are. We love the Lord. We're going to church, but you better win. (laughs) We want to win, but we'll be at church. But we got to be winning. If the question is between church and winning, we're taking winning. That's how they are. Clemson, maybe they they're different, <laughs> but Alabama, they want to win. We're cheating and asking for
3: forgiveness. That's, on that's day.
1: exactly right. We're going to cheat and then get on our knee, knees and say, "Lord, but it's Alabama. What do you want? <laughs> I, we got to cheat." So
3: uh, uh, the Auburn fans, t- toilet paper
1: to oh, no, corner. It's great, if you're an Auburn fan, you're thrilled. Yep. If you're an Auburn fan, you know there's some there's some scuttlebutt about Kirby Smarts thinking about the Falcons. I'll go. I'll go take us the dairy queen over there. I'll toilet paper it if Kirby <laughs> Smart leaves. That'll help us. We listen, Kirby Smart and Nick Saban leaving the SEC is the best thing that can happen to the other teams yeah, in the SEC. at the same time. At the same time, that could be amazing just because it would almost give everybody like a fresh start to try to catch yeah. up, you know.
4: We're about to hit a chaotic month leading into spring ball because whoever takes that job, that'll start a trickle where all you have the all the other jobs and then I assume Alabama's players, it's going to be madness, free for all. whatever they decide. The it's new coach will bring some, well, they try have to keep get a some. coach.
1: They've got to get a coach immediately. Very quickly. they got to get a coach immediately. Again, this person told me they'd have a coach by Friday. So, like, if they have if – we'll see. Yep. See what happens. If you, if you have a coach by Friday, this random person that told me is going to be my Alabama info because – but they probably need a coach by Friday for exactly what you're talking about because you, you also have some recruits before spring signing day. Yeah. Uh, now, the portal's closed, though, isn't it? It reopens. It's
4: so confusing. There are people announcing they're on portal visits, like right now, and I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. So, I don't – the portal, it's, there's no rules. But it <laughs> is some, technically people. supposed to be reopened again because you'll have all these people just out of the playoff. I will say Ole Miss, the moment no, that's right. No,
1: that's what it is. If you were in the playoff, the portal is open. But if you were not – because, like, we took a guy. We took a safety yesterday from Alabama. You yes. think he
3: knew? I think there's a little scuttlebutt on the wall for him. He knew. I'm getting out. Well, I can. So he got a head start. Got a head start on and,
1: it. You know, he played every game this year, started two of the games for Alabama as a safety, but played in all of them. So, yeah, he's top coming 200 to Kentucky. recruit How Top 200. That? Listen, I don't know. What's his name? His name is Christian Story. Christian Story. I'm not going to act like I know him. I, know I went to school with a guy named Justin Story, who's like a newspaper reporter in Bowling Green. Maybe they're king. I actually kind of hope I like Justin a whole lot. I hope he's not related to him. He was not the most athletic chap. <laughs> but nevertheless, I'm going to take this guy. Uh, if you're an Alabama player, Drew, I think we can find a spot for him. we got plenty of room in Lexington. If we don't, we'll we'll make room. Just
4: come pay us a visit. I will say a friend of mine, a huge Bama fan, texted me even before the Saban news
1: and was like, that guy was going to start and be a player for us next year. He wow. just took one. Hey, we need, and then uh, there's some talk about an offensive lineman from Tennessee starting yeah. every game for Tennessee. Going, you know what? I don't want to be a vol. I want to be an interior offensive lineman for the Cates. So, Look
4: at this. T- got took two important players from Georgia. Just got an Alabama cornerback, Ohio State's running up. back.
1: Who else do we want? Moving up. So, so you know, the, here's the only thing I don't want to hear about the Saban thing. I I have a huge amount of respect for Saban, and even though I haven't been an Alabama fan per se. When the powers play each other, I would tend to root for Alabama. I mean, I would tend, I definitely liked Alabama over Clemson. I rooted for Alabama over Michigan. I kind of rooted for Alabama over Georgia. I just There was just something, you know, now if Alabama was playing a terrible team, I wanted to see them get upset, but I, I kind of always found myself rooting for Alabama. With that said, there's a lot of people who are saying, you know, this shows you the death of college football. People, you know, the NIL and the portal even ran Saban out. I love Saban. The sport will be fine without it. You know what I mean? It's going to move on. The portal is going to run some coaches out. And I'm not going to say good, but they're old. You know what I mean? Like the there used to be quarterback coaches that ran the option. They got run out because, like, they were like, we're throwing too much. Well, you know what? so what like the game changes and and again you're never going to make me feel sorry for these coaches that are making nine ten million dollars a year to manage a roster try to manage a restaurant where employees move i mean (laughs) you know when saving when those guys are like oh we can't keep our players try to keep people working in the kitchen in 2024 like they go
3: find other jobs like that's gonna that's just now ryan come to college football yeah he he was one of those coaches that was always kind of adapting to the game. Like it went to a passing game. He's not a passing coach, but he went, got found some passing coordinators, became a passing team. This year he struggle with the start, I'm sure her quarterback will be yeah he adapted to what he had and I think and ended up doing a good coaching oh, job I think this year. This may season. have
1: been one of his best jobs. When you go look at the fact that they got destroyed at home against Texas and went to South Florida and were losing at halftime to South Florida. For that team to end up in overtime against the national champion, I think was really one of – it's like Cal – you know I think Cal's most impressive teams were like 2011 where Josh Harrelson and those guys are going to the final four and have a shot at the title not so much the great groups I kind of feel that about Saban, too
4: don't forget Auburn finally had the Iron Bowl
1: too and then a fourth and I mean yeah. Yeah. should have lost that game you're yeah. exactly right so
4: and the people saying he's leaving because it's changing maybe he is but also he will be 73 when the season starts the yeah, so man's got to retire
1: eventually at some point you <laughs> some point you are supposed to go do something else yeah it's made nearly 200 I mean, million dollars. people don't look at a creature that retires at 73 and go the lord's changing like sometimes you're just old and you need to to go and do something else go get on the boat that's right 859-280-2287 ask anything uh thursday we got a lot of other stuff to go to, to crazy night in college basketball again we will take a break and be right back it's kentucky sports radio to talk to matt jones and the crew call the clark's
0: pump and shop phone line at 859-280-2287 Or 1 800 606 4263. And send us the Kentucky Branded tweet of the day by tweeting Matt at KY Sports Radio.
2: Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more.
1: Welcome back. It is uh, Kentucky Sports Radio. Saban and Belichick gone in 24 hours. So I think Drew's old coach will probably be the coach of the Patriots. Brave which means the Titans will go find somebody. And they'll choke. Uh <laughs> people say Lanning or sarkeesian or whatever, but there will be a, a cascade effect as guys as guys kinda yeah. move and go
3: wherever. Um so like you said, don't you think they have to go to Kirby Smart and make him say no. I mean, I think
1: you at least you have to call him. Yeah, I
3: mean, he's pr- he should say no because like
1: he doesn't he doesn't need that job, and he's won two titles at Georgia, and they love him. And Georgia has more players, I think, than the state of Alabama. Played at Georgia. Played at Georgia. Like so, you take but you would call him and yeah. say, make it's sort of like if Cal left, I do not think Jay Wright would take this job, but you would call him uh-huh. and say, would you? Are you say no to us? So they probably did that with him. Do you at all
3: do Lane Kiffin? Do you see what his
1: interest I, To is? me, I would hire Lane Kiffin. Everyone, including the guy that was my little source, is telling me they're not going to hire Lane Kiffin. But I would hire Lane Kiffin. Apparently there was some things that happened in Tuscaloosa when he was there that oh. make people not want to hire Lane Kiffin. But I put that aside, I don't know what those things are. I mean, I've been told what they are. But I to me, he's the here's the problem. If you go in there and try to be Nick Saban, you're going to fail. Right, you're, you're, you're going to fail. I thought it was smart, honestly, after Patino left. You're not going to match the Patino. Tubby was a completely different person, yeah. right? And after Tubby, let's leave Billy aside. Cal was a completely different person th- th- than Tubby. I think you almost have to do that. You cannot follow a legend by trying to be that legend. You have to do something completely different. You know, i, I use the example of ESPN. When Tony Kornheiser, who to me was a legend, when he left – Colin Coward was completely different. He didn't try to do the Tony Kornheiser thing. He did a completely different thing, and it worked. Because following legends, especially in sports, it never works. And I think the problem is they try to follow them with someone like them. They try to get a disciple of them, somebody who played for them, somebody who – to me, you got to go a completely different way and make it, Drew, your own, because you're never going to be better at that other thing than they are, you know? Yeah, and I wonder if there's any coaches out
4: there that – you know, could be good. They're hesitant. Like I don't want to follow Nick Saban. There's probably guys in the SEC. Heck, maybe we'll see what happens with Landing. But like I'm in a good spot. They will chew me up and spit me out if I go there and lose a couple games in a few year in my early years. Now,
1: would you take that job if you were at a great job? If you were at an Oregon or a Texas, would you leave to go to Alabama?
3: You know, Alabama is the pinnacle of college football, and if you ever had a chance to, I think you take it. I think. It's but it's just-
1: one thing for Cal to leave Memphis. Which is not one of the 10, maybe not even one of the 20 best jobs in college basketball and come to Kentucky. Uh To me, that's a no brainer. Yeah. But Oregon's got more money than any school in the country, and Texas is as legendary as Alabama or second or, excuse me, second or third. That's a little harder of a choice, don't you think? You got to live in Tuscaloosa. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a no But I mean, okay, but but seriously, like, think about Oregon. Okay, in Oregon, you can kind of get away. Because if you go to Portland, like, I don't know that everybody cares. But you ain't getting away from it in Alabama. Nope. You're going
3: you're gonna to have to go somewhere else for people. It's it's all consuming, you know. I, I, I just think if, if – I'm just speaking. If I'm a coach and I'm Sarkasian or I'm Lenning and I'm thinking this is my one chance in my lifetime to become the head coach at Alabama, I'm going to take it.
1: Yeah. If well, I'm Sark, though, I'm a heck no. Texas? Texas, listen, I think There's Texas none. would be a great job. All the money you need, they got all the money in the world in Austin, Texas. Austin, people might not even know who you are. You can live a life that's kind of, I don't want to say anonymous, but he could go out in Austin and everybody's like, dude, you know, right over there is... Whoever, right? Is this actor or is Elon Musk or Joe Rogan or what? Like, like you're not even a big celebrity there. Whereas yeah. in Tuscaloosa, you can't do anything. He probably can't go anywhere. You, Saban. I mean, Nick Saban can't go anywhere. I mean, John Calipari doesn't go anywhere. You, you you, can't almost. You're almost like a prisoner of your own success. And with Sark in the current scenario, you were just in the playoff. Why would you want to go get behind Saban? Where, like I said, I, they're going to have a – Short patience for whoever it is. All right, let's talk to college basketball real quick. Last night, the number three and five teams lost. (laughs) So one, two, three, and five have lost in two days. The only one that ended up winning was number four, which was UConn. Yeah. Uh, You lose, you you have, uh, who was three? Sorry. Kansas. Tennessee was five. Kansas. Kansas. I can't, Kansas is a shocking one. Yeah. Central Florida is not even good. And they also don't even have a crazy home court, so that one shocked me. But they had a good atmosphere, probably because it's the first time Kansas has ever been there because they just joined the Big Twelve. Yeah, Tennessee. What's interesting to me about Tennessee? They not only lost. They got they got crushed. Yeah, they lost by fifteen. And if you're me and you want to win the SEC, which I do, that's a big game because remember what we've talked about about Kentucky. That four, five, and six on your schedules for us. It's like A and M, Florida, whatever. You need to win them. They just lost one of those. We beat Florida. And now they lost one, so it's almost like we're one up on them in that category that I think is most important to
3: win the conference. And that's why this game, you know, Saturday for Kentucky is another See, one of those. if you
1: win that one after they lost, you're sitting pretty. You almost like, have right. like a game-and-a-half lead, mm-hmm. Drew, at that point on Tennessee in the conference. And I'll add Arkansas and A&M, contenders Arkansas's
4: both 0-2. Arkansas is done. I do hate that you can now go to A&M 0-2. Maybe they're bad, or they could just be, you know, Playing on fire because they're desperate. They're, but,
1: but Arkansas is done, right? Like, they, they,
4: they, yeah, I think both of those. Teams I mean, they're not, not even are, like tournament. They, those were number two and three in the preseason poll, and they both have lost their first two SEC games.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be Kentucky, Tennessee, Auburn. But I'm shocked how bad Arkansas. I am too. I mean, Arkansas. Going Auburn, in, in, Auburn beat them by 32 in Fayetteville.
4: Arkansas, in the history of the program, has never lost that bad at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, they start. You think you get Auburn at home, Georgia on the road. You think, well, I can go in there two and zero. They're zero and two, and weren't even competitive in the Auburn game. So I mean, they are—they're bad,
3: right? I'm—I'm I'm really shocked. Yeah, and like you said, going into the season, they were in the discussion of one of the top teams in the SEC by everybody. Everybody, I thought, considered. Well, Arkansas they got the every
1: transfer team. they wanted, and it just hasn't been good. So it couldn't have worked out better for Kentucky. Now let's assume we beat A and M. Where do we end up ranked next week? I mean, we're, we won't pass UConn.
3: UConn moves to one.
1: Let's see who UConn plays. Who says we won't? I think they play Georgetown. Maybe. Yeah, they'll oh, win. Okay. Yeah. But who? Well, two then. Two or three. I don't know if they'll jump. First of all, we'll pass Tennessee. Yes, for sure. I don't know if they'll jump us past Purdue, Kansas, and Houston because we all have the same record now. But they could. Yeah. I mean, but we we're going to be in the, if we beat a And M, we're in the top five. Oh yeah, pretty solidly maybe three, four, something like that. UConn will probably be number one next week.
3: Like they, they will because yeah. the other team's lost. <laughs> they can't reward somebody to be number one. You just lost. What about the hit the resume took, though, in the ACC last night? with Well, Louisville. but we beat
1: Louisville. Yeah, well, That's true, but, I mean, they just, made, <laughs>
4: I mean, they just brought Miami down no, I with I mean, them. they
1: did bring Miami down. Well, here's, That
4: didn't lift Louisville. That just pulled Miami here's down. Here's my thing, though.
1: That hurts us with the Miami game. It makes Louisville – I mean, that will move Louisville probably 30 spots in the rankings. Which actually does help us a little bit. Yeah, but we've beaten North Carolina. Remember, for a while we thought Miami might be our best win. We now have that North Carolina win, which is actually going to be, I think, a pretty good win. But our dream of Miami turning into
4: something they just that. I don't know what's going on there.
1: I, Louisville—I thought they were going to be really good. Louisville was up most of the second half. So you got to keep Kenny now. <laughs> Best tweet I've ever seen was the guy who wrote, that's a top ten Kenny. Yeah, that was win. good. That was
3: a great tweet. I wish I had thought of it. Were you happy Louisville won the road? first road game he's won? Uh, yeah, first road game, I was, I was shocked that they won that game because Miami, they pretty much had a lot of people back from their Final Four team. You know, they made this great run last year. They're coming back. We saw when we played them. Now they go down and they lose at home to Louisville. I, I mean, stunned. Kenny's
4: tied
1: with Braum and wins now. It could take Over Miami out of
3: quad one, though. And so
1: that that would be bad yeah. for us. It, so, but you know what? We're going to get our chances. We're going to have Tennessee. We're going to have Auburn. We're going to have Alabama. We'll get our chances. We'll take a break. Be right back. Stay <laughs> With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No.
2: Lucky Land Casino. With
1: cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TJ Smith, personal injury attorney. Call TJ. He'll make them pay. Now, more Kentucky Sports Radio presented by Stockton Mortgage. Here's Matt Jones.
1: Welcome back. back. It is Kentucky Sports Radio. You know what I'm wearing here? I saw that. Wearing my DraftKings hoodie. Do you know why? Tell me. Draft, we, some big wigs from DraftKings are coming here at 11 o'clock. Y'all are going to have to be on your best behavior here, those <laughs> of you that are in here, because we got some of the um, the, the DraftKings people. They were like, we want to come see your show Thursday or Friday. And I was like, Thursday, we're in the bar. Friday, we're in Somerset. So I got a message last night from the woman that said, what street is Somerset on? <laughs> they thought it was like a bar. Yeah. It's like, no. Somerset is a town, and it's kind of far away. And she goes, all right, we'll be there tomorrow. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Made our decision for so us. So the
1: DraftKings executives were like, we should go to the Somerset. Yeah. That sounds like a nice place. We'll get, to get go. brunch. <laughs> we'll get brunch at the Somerset. Actually, that would be a good name for a yeah, restaurant. A great don't you name. think the Somerset?
3: Yeah. Do we need to get our little DraftKings helmets and put them on the table? We just
1: need, they're going to walk in here at 11. We just need to. We just need to look like we know what we're doing. You all, you dressed not sloppily, yeah. which I appreciate. So I should have worn some DraftKings swag, though. That I mean, I assumed when I wrote you and said DraftKings yeah. was coming that you two would know to wear DraftKings gear. I didn't want to overdo
4: it. If They all walk in and we're just dressed like we're the mascot. I didn't want to overdo it. I think I they have a good balance you, I think here. They,
1: they're paying. They wanted you to know, overdo it. Okay. <laughs> like they, 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 they're not paying for subtlety. You know, matt think about how many times those ads run. I'll throw one of these helmets hey, on. I don't think they I don't think they want subtlety. Eight five nine uh 2287 Who's up first, Shannon? Greg. Ask anything Thursday. Greg, go ahead. Yeah, guys, just a couple of things. I heard that that when Cliff Ellis retired, that made uh Coach Cow the winningest uh, active coach in college basketball. Do you all know if that's true or not? Don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me. Mark Stoops is now the oldest tenured SEC football coach. After Saban retires, he's been at Kentucky yeah. longer than any other coach. Would you have ever nope. imagined that would be true never. in the SEC? I never would have. What's your next next thing, no. Greg? Uh, well, this is something I was reading it says for just the fourth time in college basketball history, and the first time in
4: 20 years, the top three teams in the Associated Press poll yeah. have all lost to unranked opponents in two-day span, according to ESPN staff. First time
1: since 1995 outside of the NCAA tournament. Now, I appreciate the call. The top three have ever mm-hmm. lost in a two-day span, period. First time since 1995 outside of the tournament. It's, I think this is just the sport. I mean, we saw the too. tournament last year. We've already seen it several
4: times this season, and we're just starting conference play. I think this tournament might be seeing more of the same. It's just the portals made it where you don't have guys tucked on benches. They go find new homes, and it's crazy I think balance. it's
1: the. I, I think it's the sport. I, I think I, I think it's the sport now. I think it's the I, – I don't think we'll get as random a tournament as we did last year, but I just think you're going to see a lot of upsets, especially in conference play. To me, conference play,
3: when you go on the road in conference play, you can lose to anybody. Do we get on the KSR Parlay – since we got half of it right. Do we get half the winnings? Do we get, <laughs> that's not how it works. That's, not, that's, not, how it works. that's <laughs> not how it works. I thought for a moment, Shannon, he was going to lose all
1: four. Of them. I did, too. There was a I moment where it looked like he was going to miss all four of them. Yep. I rode with you, so, I mean, I'm part, part to uh, blame, too, I feel, feel like. Now, listen, that. I'm not – I was glad to do it. It would have been nice. I just think you should have picked all the road dog, road home teams to win – like like money line and see because that could have been a lot of money if you had won
3: i like the people that were doing the fade parlay picking against our fourteen. that's examples. the thing
1: we're not even bad enough to win on the fade we're not yeah. good enough to win
3: regularly but we're not
1: bad enough so like we're just we just cost you money just that's middle of the road just middle middle of the road's the worst thing you can be in gambling and we are right <laughs> in the middle of the road who's next Shannon? let's go to mark anthony mark anthony what's your question
0: Hey, Matthew, Ryan, Drew, Shannon. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that the DraftKings honchos can maybe give us clarification on my question. It regards the disclaimer at the end of your DraftKings reads. I know what you're going to say. If a feller had uh, signed on and bet exclusively the KSR parlays, does he have a gambling problem? <laughs> and I appreciate the call.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, no, it just means you have a KSR problem. Yeah, but can't, listen, we're gonna win one. When we do, people are gonna be glad That's they're here. Right. That's why you gotta keep. Shannon, keep betting. Can you? I want Shannon to pull up the my disclaimer now because Shannon has edited it in a way that makes me sound like an idiot. <laughs> well, you did that yourself. It's, it, he sped know. it up so quickly. <laughs> it's like, and then here is the thing at the end of the at the end of the read, it says slash football. And they added the word terms at some point. And I kept doing it and not saying football. And they would go, why don't you say terms? Now, it annoys me because no one is listening to that. Right? No one is listening to that disclaimer. But they would make me read it over and over and say terms. So the last time, I enunciated terms to make sure that terms was set. Mm-hmm. Shannon, I think, edited it to where the enunciation is so enunciated. <laughs> he sped up the entire thing, but then he made terms even slower. Gaming problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS, physically present Kentucky bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, opt required, one no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in, no-sweat bonus bet based on the amount of losing, qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms of support slash football terms. Make sure we got that in there. There. That was it's Shannon important. who wanted to make sure that the word terms got in there, so we wouldn't have to do it again. I, I think Shannon's just doing his job. Yeah. You know, he you got to fit it in sixty seconds. He got it in sixty seconds. That's right. Who's next? Eight five nine two eight zero twenty two eighty seven. Go ahead,
3: Joe. Joe. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Uh, quick question: In the near future, say Ryan Howard retires from ladies' basketball. Would you hire her as a University of Kentucky ladies basketball coach? And would you pay her? Well, you wouldn't her the money? hire anyone.
1: You don't hire anyone that's a coach, my, in my opinion. That hasn't been a coach, or at least that okay. hasn't been like the second in charge at a school that won national championships. I think we've we've learned that over the years. So you certainly wouldn't hire a player that had never coached.
3: Well then, who would you hire? If this well, I don't know. I don't know tomorrow? the women's
1: basketball world well enough. But if things don't work out with Kyrie Elzey, and she, to her credit, I appreciate the call. They're doing better than they've been doing. But if they doesn't work, if it doesn't work out, you know, you want to get this women's program back to where it was. You got to go make a national search and just hire the best person. Right, where did Matthew Mitchell come from when they hired him? Where was he? Tennessee? Tennessee. Tennessee. He was assistant in Tennessee.
3: Morehead State is a head coach. Okay, so
1: that's the path, yeah. right? Like, I mean, Dion. well, first of all, we don't know that Dion's worked. He did go 4-8. Now, granted, he started 3-1, and one, but let's just say Dion works. He did go coach at Jackson State for two years. Yeah. And he won. I mean, they were good. Won a lot. Won a lot. So I think you got to go see someone do that, Ryan. You don't just go, well, this guy, this person was a good player. I mean, every time the Kentucky, like, every time there's a rumor Cal's going to leave, people say something like, well, why don't you hire, like, Tyler Eulis as a cup? No, I mean, like, this is Kentucky. With the women's team, it's not exactly the same, but I still think you would go hire someone that has had a lot of. I want to see proven
3: success, Ryan, and then that's what I want in my coach. Yeah, we, we've seen it time and time again. People can be great assistant coaches, but as a head coach, sometimes it's just not their best talent. And U.K. football sometimes has to take a reach,
1: right? We did it with Mark Stoops. He'd never coached, Never been a head coach. You figure your formula, though. He was second at a exactly. powerhouse. He was second at a powerhouse, and before that was at another powerhouse. So to me, that's worth the risk. I just don't think, you know, I, I just don't think it's worth the re- – women. our women's team, if you're just looking at the program, our women's team's probably somewhere in terms of reputation in between the men's team and the football team. Now, Stoops has made the football team so much better that maybe it's raised, right? Yeah. But it wasn't when he got here. I just don't think you take a chance like that on that. I think that was – I mean, Kyra Elsie – Maybe she'll still make it work, but that was a huge risk, and it just hasn't, as of yet, paid off. And it, they it, almost went two and zero in the car. They had Tennessee down big. This they past. were up yeah. sixteen at Tennessee, and then ended up Tennessee came back. That would have been an amazing start. Heck for her. yeah! They, they have, have Vandy erupt that. tonight. By that's way. the thing
3: about her. Her team seemed to play better late in the season, like, and that's a sign of a good coach. I think when you get your it team is, but pe- they've been really bad. They were the bad beginning. to start like, the season,
1: like, but the, both years they've been they've been uh, really really bad. Um, I'm not going to tell you, say I told you so, but for all of you that yelled at me on Twitter about when I said that McAfee having Aaron Rodgers rant about COVID for 20 or 25 minutes was bad television, he announced yesterday, we're not going to have him on
3: anymore. Yeah.
1: Which he said, and I'll take him at face value, this was my decision, and it's what I wanted. He The, the, the thing about Pat McAfee, even though there are times he annoys me, he does understand entertainment. And it's just not entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not. I know for some people they want to talk about that, but the world doesn't want to hear that.
3: And I did, was not surprised when he announced yesterday,
1: you know what, we're just going <laughs> to let that go now, I
3: think. Yeah, he made a point to say this was my decision. This is my show. And the last couple Wednesdays, I don't want this in my mentions all day long. That's not I, get, all this I actually give him credit for that. Yeah. You don't want
1: to come. I mean, look. There was a time, this time has passed, there was a time that I could not utter Donald Trump's name without all of my mentions being insanity for a day. It does seem like that's tempered off. People are not like, Matt, I will throw you into the lava if you say his name. I do think that's, people still like him, but it's not the passion. Vaccines, those people are like that. And if you mention it, Oh, my goodness! Like you can't people can't have a reason to bait they just want to yell at you, and even when I sent that tweet, I was like, uh, all right I'll put it Well, imagine your McAfee, the whole world is doing that to, yeah. with you, so I can see where I go this is not what I signed up for, you know,
4: whether you like him or not, he tries to be authentic and they try to have fun or what they hard to is have fun, fun with that, yeah, whatever they think is fun that's what they're doing the whatever's going on with Epstein and vaccine COVID, that's not fun. Whatever, you, whatever side, whatever. no one wants to talk about that, especially the vaccines I and totally COVID. Agree. We've all moved on, and they're trying to have fun, and whether it's sports or
1: not sports, those are two issues. Just You're going to divide and upset half your audience regardless. There's somebody in the U.K. world who has gained a little bit of a following in recent years, and they asked me, and, and I actually had a long talk with them about it. They said, how do you deal with people being nasty to you? I'm not used to that. And this is what I said to him, and McAfee said a version of this yesterday. When somebody writes you that's a stranger and is nasty to you, what I try to think is there's no way that person has a happy life. <laughs> I mean, I'm being serious. You, if you all are happy, can you imagine spending your day telling a stranger they're terrible? No. Nope. No. So anyone that writes you like that, they actually probably have their own pain or, like, Insecure, because why are you, why are you being nasty to a stranger? So all I always try to remember is, well, that stinks to read that, but they, mu- nobody happy is on the internet ranting at people that I've ever seen. There's so much you can do on the internet. You're one stuff. of the happiest people I know.
3: Have you ever ranted at people on the internet? Unless they ranted at you first. No, I, I will never do something like that. Yeah. Be the bigger person. I can't think of
1: a
4: time I've done it. I usually don't reply. Although recently this guy was laying into me on Instagram, and he had on the Instagram. father. Yeah, like just random things that weren't, I'm not even tagged, just random pictures just so it'll pop up. And it had like father of three. So I tagged his college age daughter and said, Come get
1: your dad. <laughs> <laughs> like he's wearing
4: me out. Come get him.
1: So she can deal with him. The Kentucky Chamber is hosting its first ever AI conference Ryan, January 29th. If you're interested in AI, it's open to business leaders and the public. They will tell you all the trends in artificial intelligence. it would be good until we know what it is,
3: right? Because it's it, it's it's not like coming. It's here. Tell us, yeah. What? Tell me what you think about AI. Uh, well, we we, we punched in write a book about Kentucky Wesleyan baseball. Just to see what AI would Who's come up we? with. Gen, uh, yoga girl and I. Okay, Ooh, almost said <laughs> the name. So we just put in, t- type a book about Kentucky Wisconsin. It was all fake. It was They were mentioning people i never heard of in my life. So, so you need to come to the conference and to come, figure out how to yes, fix it. At the, yes.
1: It's the AI conference, January 29th. Experts from UK, the state, and Deloitte, and toosh. That can't be how you say it. Anyway, they're all there at the KYChamber.com for the first ever Kentucky Lexington AI Conference. Learn more at KYChamber.com. It is, uh, it'll be an event anyone in the public can go. We'll take a break. very backs KSR. To talk to Matt Jones and the crew, call
0: the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line at 859-280-2287 or 1-800-606-4263. And send us the Kentucky branded tweet of the day by tweeting Matt at KY Sports Radio.
2: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Why you be so mean to me?
1: Welcome back. It is Kentucky Sports Radio proving that the uh, McAfee folks go back and forth. Now he puts out a statement that says, Aaron Rodgers, of course he'll be back. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think Pat's one of these dudes, like everybody calls him, they're mad, and he was like, well, I'll do that. Then he goes, well, wait a minute, I'll do that. Whatever. The good thing is hopefully that is at least off for a while and uh, and it'll go away. 859-280-2287. I do want to announce Lee Cruz and Haley Harmon have started a podcast that will be on the KSR network. They've hosted this show many times. They have a TV show here in Lexington, but they have started their first episode is up. You can get it on KentuckySportsRadio.com. But the Lee and Haley podcast will start. Uh, I'm
3: excited to have Lee back in the fold to do that stuff. Yeah, they're really good when they host a show with us. We've had some good moments with them over the years, and I look forward to it. It'll be, it'll be good entertainment. There's no doubt about it.
4: Yeah, they are on uh, podcast before, separate ones on the KSR Network, and now it's called uh, Lee and Haley Overtime, kind of an add-on to their talk show. We'll be joining our channel on YouTube and wherever you Yeah, it'll be on YouTube, and
1: it'll we'll be on where it. you get your podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh,
3: that's I th- think their TV show's growing, too. I think they're trying to get into some more markets. so good for them
1: good for them that's exactly right uh 859 8, 8, 8, who's up next shannon let's go to andy andy how are you Uh long time first time how y'all guys doing? i like a first time you know the longer we get we get fewer of them yes yeah. people but uh who are to you andy
3: yeah so i grew up uh in the uh heyday of uh patino in the 90s and i've been a little bit of st john's basketball here lately and uh, yeah how about got that me, just got me wondering uh if Patino would have been the head coach when, uh, just say Cal took over in ten, to now and had all the talent that's come through, uh, we, wouldn't bad, we wouldn't have been as good. We wouldn't have been as good. How many banners do we hang in? We wouldn't Marino. have been as good. He wasn't
1: as good with those kind of guys. He had, the, you, met, you know, he had a couple of years where he got that kind of recruiting class at Louisville, and it didn't work with Samardo, Samuels, and some of those guys. I don't. Th- I, now, how many championships would would Patino have won? as the coach in 2010 to now at Kentucky, I don't know. But if you gave him Calipari's roster, I do not think he Andy would have been as good as Cal because I don't think those are the kind of guys he coaches as well.
3: So you think he does better with the three-star guys? Yes, I do. I, I think the perfect
1: mix for Rick Patino is give me a lot of three stars and give me one or two stars who buy in, a la Mashburn, um, you know, Antoine Walker, et cetera. Give me one or two of those guys, and then give me a lot of guys who will do things my way. I think if you gave him five of the top eight players in America, Drew, I just don't think that would work for him. I just don't think he's really built for that kind of coaching. That's the way Cal coaches. Similarly, I think if you gave Cal Patino's rosters, I don't think they would do as well. I think they picked the ro- – right. I think their rosters are kind of based on who, how they coach.
4: Yeah, Patino, you know, he's pushing his guys. There's so many stories of throwing up in workouts. Some of these McDonald's guys that Cal's had, if Patino ran them till they threw up, I don't know how long they would last in Lexington, whereas Cal kind of has to take these guys in, get them to buy in a lot more, manage
1: personalities, manage sharing the ball. I think it's just a different experience and different rosters. I think Cal, that's a great way to put it. I appreciate the call. Cal's a master at managing personalities. With Rick, the personality's going to be his. Right, and the question is, can you fit into that personality? And they both can work. They're four and one. They're four and one in the Big East. Could be five and zero. Oh. Had a chance to beat UConn um, one last night. Twelve thousand people in Madison Square Garden for a St. John's game. Haven't had that many in seven years for wow. a, for a home game in Madison Square Garden. After the game, he gave a classic Patino quote. He was talking about two of his players, and he said they are baby. He said they are a very poor man's Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> he still does the high purple. He's <laughs> oh my had goodness. some quotes this year. Very, this is the hardest place in the building. This a very <laughs> poor man's Kobe and Shaq. you got to love that, though, don't you?
3: Uh, when you guys were having this conversation, I was thinking to myself, are there any of Cal's rosters that maybe Patino could have done better Mince, Grady, That's what Oscar. Say. Maybe that one. Yeah. That might have been the one that
1: you'd rather have had Patino coaching. But I would not have wanted to have Patino coaching 2012, no. for instance. I don't think he wins that with 2012 the way he does. I do, however, love what Rick is doing with the UConn mm-hmm. thing. I mean, he went to UConn. The crowd was on him, chanting about the sex in the restaurant, et cetera. He didn't like it. So he said next year when UConn comes to us, they're coming to our little 4,000-seat arena on campus because UConn also gets a ton of people in Madison Square Garden, so he's worried it won't be a home game. Yeah. Now, he's, how's he getting it? He's saying, oh, we're going to do it on Louis Carnesecca's birthday in his arena, his 100th birthday. Perfect. So people can't say no to it. But he just wants to bring them in that little cracker box. I'd love to go to that game. Smart. Uh, That would be awesome. We'll take a break. Come back. Number two.
0: 18 plus.